1: Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
0: You have 47 new voicemails.
1: Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
0: 97.1 FM Talk on demand audio. Right now, we have Bill O'Reilly, the iconic author of um, a series of books, including the latest one, Killing the Witches. Of course, He's from the O'Reilly Factor. You can read everything these days at BillOReilly.com. We're going to talk about the book just a little bit, but also some current events. Bill, Merry Christmas. Welcome back. How are you?
1: You know, I'm the same, Mark, which is tragic for everybody, but uh, I want to uh, wish everybody in the St. Louis area... Very nice Christmas and enjoy yourselves.
0: Can you get us one more starting pitcher or at least someone for the bullpen for the Cardinals for Christmas? Do you have any kind of say in that whatsoever? We, we need. Yeah, I think
1: the Cardinals will be better. I mean, it was a little rough last year, but you have some good skill position players. Um, so I think they're going to be competitive this year.
0: Yeah, I think we'll be all right. It's just it was such a, a shock to the system here because we're not used to having a season that was so uh, below – Average. It was sub average. I think that's fair to say. Let's get into some stuff here, Bill. Hunter skipped his deposition, but he took the time to have a nice news conference outside of the Capitol yesterday. Your, your thoughts on that? It seems like the Justice Department is not doling out even some of these things equally just because of the way this has all gone down. And of course, Congress could issue some sort of contempt hearing or citation for this, right?
1: Yeah, it's an outrageous situation. Number one, uh, the man defies a uh, lawful subpoena from Congress. Um, Steve Bannon, the MAGA guy, the Trump guy, did the same thing and was convicted uh, in a federal court and sentenced to four months in prison. He's appealing that, but there's no difference what Hunter Biden did to what Steve Bannon did. So you would assume that Hunter Biden will be arrested, charged, and convicted. So that does not reflect real well on his father, the president, who then issues a statement after his son defies a subpoena saying how proud he is of him. Does that make sense to any American? Um, I think we're supposed to be a country of laws. Your son just embarrassed you in front of the world by giving the middle finger to the house committees um it's just it's really deteriorating mark very quickly for the entire biden administration it's going down fast
0: and I think it is, but they seem emboldened by the fact that they, they know that they can say a lot of things that will never be challenged by the uh, the mainstream media. You know, I don't know if you saw, I mentioned this at the beginning of the show. I've been out a couple of days this week, Bill, so this is the first day I've been back on the air since last Thursday. And I was in Las Vegas over the weekend, and uh, we went to a party Saturday night. My friends and I got back and made the terrible mistake of turning on Saturday Night Live, which is always a terrible idea. But I don't know if you saw the cold open with the... Yeah, um, I saw it. It was terrible. I mean, I, I, I could not believe how in insulting that was. I couldn't believe that anyone in their right mind would sit in a writer's room knowing what actually happened at that hearing with Elise Stefanik and made her out to be like some sort of evil person in this, considering what Claudine Gay and the other professors had to say. It was just, out. and that was a new level of outrage for me. So I think my point is they do this because they know they can get away from it, that it's not going to be challenged in most of the mainstream, um, you know, legacy media and even pop culture like that.
1: Yeah, but they got pounded. SNL got pounded for doing it. But what people need to understand is it's over for the media, it's over for entertainment television, it's over for the movie industry, it's over for cable news, it's over for network news. People do not anymore um, take those things uh, or give them a level of importance. So what happens is that, that Americans now go on the internet and they go into sites that they like and they get dribs and drabs of what's happening. but. The Biden administration's poll numbers are about as bad as I've ever seen in my almost 50 years in journalism. He's done. And the border did it, uh, paying so much more for essentials. Everybody's paying more. That did it. And his general demeanor, um, this is no way. The media will continue to cover for him. They'll try every way they can to diminish the Republicans and Trump. Um, But the, the folks really, they have it now. So once the people turn on you, it's very hard to get them back. And uh, the media is not going to play that big a role next year in the presidential so ra- election.
0: You, Bill, do you have any updated feelings? Now we're finally, you know, we're about a month away from the caucuses in Iowa. And it's going to be here really quickly, I think, because, you know, Christmas is in 12 days or whatever. These things happen quickly. So it doesn't look like anything really is going to change. Trump's probably going to blow out the field. There's still hope that is being held out by Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis. But y- do you have any other expectations of how this race on the Republican side is going to move forward?
1: Well, if Trump will win in Iowa, I don't know what the margin will be. I mean, DeSantis is hoping he'd be competitive. If DeSantis gets wiped out in Iowa, he'll have to fold the tent. He's just not going to have enough money to compete. Haley will be in until the end. Um, Trump does not like her, personally. She would be the best VP. Um, because the polls show that she would beat Biden by a much wider margin than Trump would, because independent voters uh, would uh, pull a lever for Haley. But I don't see her. At, maybe Trump would do it. it would be smart tactically to put her on a second. But he's got the uh He has got the nomination pretty much locked down. What really is in play now is the Supreme Court and how they will handle uh, the appeal made, on whether uh, a sitting president can be charged with conspiracy because that's what the special counsel is doing. And a Trump lawyer would say, you can't do that. Uh, Trump was president. He has a no right to his opinion. And you're charging with conspiracy. It, it's a flimsy charge. I suspect the, the Supreme Court might help Trump here. And if that's the case, then all hell will break loose, that's for sure.
0: So uh, on the topic of Israel and Gaza, where, um, you know, it's been, to me, outrageous. I mentioned the testimony last week, but some of the things that are happening on these campuses and with young people in particular, Bill, but then you also have the White House sort of warning Israel about going too far, and you have more reports that are seemingly accepted by the legacy media about how many, you know, civilian deaths are occurring in Gaza. Where, Where are your expectations on how this you know, kind of continues here into the next year.
1: Well, I wrote, and we talked about it on your program, uh, killing the killers, and the only way you defeat terrorism is to kill them. That's it. They're not a negotiating um, apparatus. Uh, Hamas has made it quite clear that they're going to try to kill Jews any way they can, and that's not going to stop. So Trump decapitated ISIS by killing all the leadership, uh, Obama and Trump decapitated al-Qaeda by doing the same. And that's what Netanyahu wants to do to Hamas, hunt down the leadership and kill them. So all this talk about is ceasefire and uh, don't do this and don't do that. Biden's playing politics. He knows the progressive left, which is his uh, main spear point, doesn't like Israel. So he's trying to do this dance. I don't expect the United States to really do much uh, in the Israel-Hamas conflict. There, we'll send aid and weapons to Israel, and I think that
0: will continue. So, tell me what you're doing on News Nation. Are you sparring with uh, Chris Cuomo these days?
1: Yeah, I'm on uh, Monday with Leland Vitter, a former Fox News alumni. St. Louis
0: guy. Used to be used yep. to be a KMOX bill. Leland did, and
1: he's very uh, skilled. And then I'm on Wednesday with Cuomo, wise him up. Um, yeah, thank you. So, <laughs> you know, it's fun for me. I don't have to do much. They send a big truck to my house, and I sit in a little chair and uh, bloviate. That's that-
0: pretty much my life here mark <laughs> yeah on a much smaller scale that's my life as well we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s over here. only at t-mobile
1: get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when
0: you switch You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. You know it'd be a great Christmas gift or a stocking stuffer. The book "Killing the Witches: The Horror of Salem, Massachusetts." We talked about it before, Bill. But let's uh, let's get a plug and inspire some folks to get that underneath the tree this holiday season.
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, "Killing the Witches" about two months plus out, sold two hundred fifty thousand copies, which is enormous. Because people don't read that much these days with the cell phones. So, huge hit. And the reason is that people don't know what happened on the Mayflower. They don't know what happened uh, in Massachusetts Bay and how 20 human beings wound up with ropes around their neck. But then I take it to modern day witch hunts. You know, I, I had uh, every time Trump gives a speech, he says the word witch hunt. So I had one of his guys, I came across him, I said, look, when he does that, can you just hold up my book, Killing the Witches, when he says witch hunt? That would really be good marketing for me. Um, but we do talk about uh, the the uh, lack of due process now, the accusations or convictions, uh, all the crazy stuff, and we give examples of people whose lives were ruined um, by fallacious accusations in America, which are running wild so there 's a lot of relevance to this book, and we get into demonic possession, which was the heart of the witch accusations, and of course, the Exorcist was the uh, demonstration. Um, most recently, the book and the movie, and what happened on the movie set of The Exorcist is just unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable what happened. All of that is in Killing the Witches, Great Christmas Gift. Nine, it's the 13th killing book.
0: And I think you mentioned there, there's like, I can't remember all the details, but there's a St. Louis connection even to The Exorcist and the, the true story of that, I think.
1: Yeah. I mean, we tell the story about the kid, Ronald Hunkler, 13 years old, Maryland boy. Who, uh, for three months, went through an ordeal that is harrowing. And we were able to get all the diaries of the eight priests uh, based in St. Louis, the Jesuits uh, based in St. Louis, and that's where the exorcism was performed.
0: Amazing. People don't know that. Great to have have you on. Merry Christmas to you. uh, You don't need any help from Trump selling this book. You're doing just fine. But have a great Christmas, and we'll talk to you after the first of the year.